Thanks, Mom. Hello, welcome to Anyways, How's Your Sex Life with your hosts, Channa and Corey, featuring Cooks and... Oh, Cooks, yes, brought to you by Cooks. Frex and Furt Champagne. (laughs) I have been drinking... Give us money. Give us money, specifically (laughs) Cooks. We've been drinking for a minute now. Uh, we had Buddha Bowls. We watched HGTV. We're ready. We're fucking ready. Oh, yeah. Faggot fact. Faggot fact. Fact, 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 fact. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Faggot fact, fact, Faggot fact, Okay. So, mine is just like some random sex toy facts because. My favorite thing. If we like, we'll get to our sex lives. I went to a. What do you call it? A sex, a sex shop, a sex toy shop. It's in Salt Lake, and it's on 9th and 9th. Yes. Actually, the 9th, the – oh, God. Fuck the grid system. Um, <laughs> That's not the truth. 9th on 9th. That's, like, 9th east and 9th south from, like, Main Street of Salt Lake. So it's nine, nine blocks down, all of y'all who are not – who have been blessed with not knowing what the grid system is. And so – they actually just renamed last year or two years ago. They renamed Ninth uh, South uh, mm-hmm. ha- uh, Harvey Milk Boulevard. Yes, they did. I might move to an apartment right there. Oh my God, that's Please so cute! Please don't I, find I me. Paid, or I sent money <laughs> to whomever to like uh, donate to oh, getting you did? that passed. Yeah, that's cool, uh-huh. Corey. Yeah. I didn't know you did that. Yeah, I really like. I really like the movie Milk, and I like Harvey Milk. He's a great. He's a great. Um, that movie Milk's one, great. One uh, James Franco LGBT icon. James Franco's in the movie. Oh, yeah, Enough James Franco said. is in the movie. Enough and Emile Hirsch. Emile Hirsch is so good. James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> I want him a team Emile Hirsch more than James Franco, actually. Sorry. Franco. <laughs> but in that movie, you see more of James Franco, and he's hotter in that movie. Yeah, he is. He's hot as fuck. So, um, so I just did some sex toy facts because on 9th and 9th, there is this, not joke shop, but there's just this fun like mem- memorabilia shop. Um, that is more gay oriented or just super gay friendly. And then the back half of it is a sex shop. Is that the one we go to that's next to the Tower Theater? Yep. Next okay. to the Tower Theater where we go see Rocky, um, Rocky Horror, Horror Picture, Picture Show. Show. And then also there's a little cute coffee shop right there. Yeah. we I went to a sex shop, got a dildo, got some poppers. So I decided to do some random sex toy, fa- or sex toy facts. The first one is... How old do you think the first dildo is that has been found? Old. Because I How know old? Okay, I know they used it on women when they thought women were like hysterical. They would like use something on them to try to make them orgasm cuz they would make they would Jesus. think that would make women less crazy. It was for like psychology That's stuff. So creepy. The only thing I remember from psychology no, is like the that. first dildo period that has ever been found. Medieval Helpful. times. I don't know. Medieval times. Okay, this one at least it is allegedly said it's dated back to twenty eight thousand. Holy ago. shit! 
People yeah. are getting freaky. So it is believed that a stone object carved into a smooth phallic object uncovered by archaeologists in Germany may be the world's oldest um, and maybe perhaps the first dildo. It dates dates back to 2,800 years ago. and Or sorry, not 20, 28,000. I'm sorry. Yeah, 28,000 years ago. Oh. And there's no mistaking that the smooth object was mo- mo- what it was molded after. It measures about 20 centimeters long and 3 centimeters wide. How is that in inches? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, three centimeters is an inch, so an okay. inch wide, and then um, a little bit more than six inches long, so six and a half inches. Not bad, long. pretty average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Average, average even back then. Um, it looks like a dildo. Like I've seen the picture, it just looks really like 100% Wait, okay. Like we're gonna a dildo. post that picture on our Twitter. Yeah, we'll post it on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter post. So, sex toy fact number two that I uh-huh. have is breadsticks in ancient Egypt were purposefully baked harder. So they could be used as dildo. <gasps> That's like my biggest kink is yeah, using fucking bread because like... I love carbs. <laughs> <laughs> just shove those carbs in my vagina. Because just I can't eat carbs because I'm constantly dieting. So I wish I could just fuck carbs. Your vagina like can taste it, but your mouth can't. You're like, God damn it. My, my vagina's like, sourdough. <laughs> <laughs> you like try different, different. Uh, rye. Yeah, I want some rye bread. My yeah. vagina sounds like a smoker. Sourdough. I would put uh, potato bread. Oh, <gasps> potato bread. buns and for just like that, veggie like, burgers. Oh my god. Or whatever. I would hamburgers. use a potato bread dildo. That's what I'd use. Potato bread. We'd be so soft, but potato bread. That's Garlic true. bread. It would be hard to make it. Garlic bread. I mean, you just burn it a little bit and it would just crisp just get it up. hard. Yeah. I vote garlic bread. Garlic bread? That would burn though. Yeah, but garlic bread's good. Yeah, but it would also maybe kill some bacteria it smelled good it's... <laughs> i'm like damn it smells you like good. use it and then you don't shower for like three days yeah i'm like i want some fucking pasta <laughs> two days later <laughs> um so sex fact number three. Oh yeah there are such things as masturbation competitions what yeah it's not weird wow. so um there is a guy named oh god masanubo sato what a loser masanubo, masanubo sato <laughs> He's an employee of a major Japanese sex toy company, oh. and he's a competitive masturbator. And he's won, like, world re- – like, he goes to um, San Francisco, duh, San and there's, like, a Francisco. masturbator competitions. And the competition is if you – you have to, like, masturbate at a certain tempo. What? So you have to, like, you know, jack yourself like off. boots and cats yeah, you and can't boots be like, and cats yeah, and boots exactly. and cats. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> – That's hilarious. He lasts the longest. How so, long? like, maybe – I don't know if it, like, goes quicker – as you go longer. Sorry. We're drinking champagne, so I have a little bit of, like, burpiness. Sorry. It's fine. We're fine. Um, but, yeah, you... I don't... I didn't really read into that, but I you know You didn't that... read into the masturbating competition? <laughs> How dare you? What do you think this podcast is? <laughs> this podcast so, is exclusively so about yeah, masturbation. So, yeah, you just masturbate, and you're supposed to masturbate, and it gets a little faster as it goes. And whoever lasts the longest is the one who's the winner, and he's the winner. So wow, I don't want to have sex with that guy. That's exhausting. Wouldn't that be? Oh, I mean, I yeah, maybe it's it depends on how many hours, right? Yeah, if it's like more than. But that's like a good thing. Like if it's like however, more than an I mean, hour. I guess and it's half. just masturbating. Though. That's a lot different from a vagina or an asshole. True, but if it's more than like hour and fifteen, I'm tapping out. That's true. It's a long time for a straight. My vagina's wrecked minutes. after that. I, got, I can do like a good forty-five. Forty-five like, minutes to an hour. Yeah, that's where we want. Yeah. Some Less more. than? Hey, girl. Because sometimes when it's more like, opposed to, <laughs> you know? <laughs> sometimes quick sex can be fun. It can be hot. Oh, no, it's hot. Yeah, yeah, I had some. A quickie? A couple weeks ago. Yeah, Quickies yeah, yeah. are good. He literally, because, wait, did I tell you? 
I don't know. It was. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> the end maybe, of our maybe we'll re- remember that. No, did. Drunk we'll get. Okay. Um, do you have any more dildo facts? Uh, yeah. So, so my last sex toy fact. Okay. Is that animal and fantasy dildos actually sell more than regular dildos? So like dragon so, dildos. Like, dra- dragon head dildos, tentacle dildos. That's hilarious. Alien like alien dick dildos that are weird. There's actually some. Weird. We I actually saw yesterday with Mikeum. I saw... Mikeum's um, our friend. Mikeum's our friend. <laughs> Shout um, out. I saw, we saw... There's this video of these alien dildos that have, like, again, uh, pre-cum or, like, some lube put into them. And they have eggs that <gasps> that come out what? and lay inside of you. No way! So it's, like, a kink you can get into. Where, like, the, the dildo goes in, into you and it's, like, fucking you. And then if you, like, you know, do it a certain way, an egg will come out and go inside your vagina. Or go inside your asshole. And Jordan, like pass it out. Jordan, I'm no longer satisfied unless you lay an <laughs> egg in my vagina. <laughs> so that's so strange. Um, so there's ones that are replicas of dolphin penises. There's ones that are replicas of unicorn horns. That's one of that are replicas fun. of teddy bears. I don't know oh. what's going on. And there's also dildos that are shaped after insects. Isn't that like a, a grasshopper? I'm sorry, not to king shame, but the insects ones. That's a little far. <laughs> That's a little not cool. I don't like that. I like. Well, I almost bought the tentacle dildo. That'd be fun. So that was I'd get hilarious. Into that. I love Cthulhu. It has those I'd like those suction cups, like the ridges. Oh, that's that probably fun. feel good. Yeah, that would feel good. That feel great. No, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it's like and it was like a glass one, so it's like how interesting. Ooh. But uh, yeah, and I always I forever I'll always want to get an octo dildo where it's like in a dil like a eight dildos combined at the thing so we could have like all of our oh friends God. on a dildo that'd just be hilarious <laughs> we I'm can like, like requiem like, for a dream how's it how are you doing we can you're all like, take heroin it. and then just like yeah yeah, yeah don't do yeah. heroin kids otherwise <laughs> we are not we get do an not octo condone dildo. heroin don't if you're into heroin. heroin if you do heroin don't listen to our podcast if you do heroin naturally you like octo dildos okay <laughs> let's do a spooky scoop i have some some facts about um Something not as chill as dildos. Uh-oh. Uh, necrophilia. Oh. That's not chill. There's no consent in Definitely not chill. I have something not so chill. Something not so chill happened to me last night. Jonah Hill when he gets raped by a demon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Does he say that? Something not so I love Jonah Hill in that movie, This is the End, is so fucking good. He, he literally, like, it's a funny movie, but it's definitely the weakest of all those ones i feel personally but he makes it like he makes it worth it and how he's like such a a cunt to jay (laughs) and he's like dear god i just hate jay so much (laughs) this is so fucking funny okay so my spooky scoop i have three facts for you that i wrote down when i was sober and i have no memory of writing these down yes so this is where i'm at so in louisiana north carolina two willing adults cannot or can't get no oral satisfaction. <laughs> That's how I wrote it. I was like, okay. <laughs> but anyways, um, but they can diddle a dead person. Wait, are you kidding me? Okay, so people in North Carolina and and Louisiana cannot perform oral, but they can fuck a dead person. What? Fact numero uno. That makes zero sense. Numero dos, um, Oklahoma and Kansas they're also cool with you banging the dearly departed, but they ban oral intercourse between consenting gay or lesbian partners. Those so if you're gay, you can fuck any dead person you want, <laughs> but do not suck your partner's dick. Otherwise, you're in jail. Yeah. Last fact. Um, gays are the worst. 
Several other states, Nebraska, New Mexico, and Vermont, also appear to allow necrophilia, but they're totally cool sodomy, too. So at least they're, like, you know, consistent, I guess. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. So those are my fun facts about necrophilia. <laughs> so if you're gay, definitely don't go to Google Home or Cats. Definitely it's like, Corey, don't go to the Unless South. you want to, like, fuck a g- <gasps> Interesting. Corey, you go fuck a dead gay guy in in Oklahoma and see what they say. Because he's gay, but it's still a dead person. I think that would just Gray blow area. their minds. Hmm. They'll blow their mind. Um, okay, so shall we get into this? You go first. Wait, I go first, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One I day, still ask this. Maybe we'll one sw- day we'll get we'll this switch it up smoothly. Yeah, we should probably sl- switch it up. It'd be fun sometimes. Once in a while. I don't know people like repetition though. It's true. It makes We're them humans. Feel safe. Makes them feel. It's our safe zone. <clears throat> Liberals. Excuse me, why I cough into the abyss of your closet? Excuse me, while I drink champagne in response <laughs> to your cough into the abyss of my closet. <laughs> so mine, I already said earlier. I don't know if we'll edit it or not. Um, you said to me. You never said it while we were recording. But it was, it was recording, and we were still we were, we were saying funny shit, so I mean, keep I it don't up. even remember. Um, so I'm doing the Catacombs of Paris, France. Ooh! Yeah, it's, it's a good story. There's a lot of cool things, Fun. like even taking out the supernatural events that have happened down there. There's a really like a lot of cool, interesting things. But we'll get to the supernatural stuff definitely. I'm excited. Like, of I've researched this briefly, learned about it in high school, college, but really? I've never really like actually lo- looked up the spooky ghost stuff about it yeah yeah there there isn't like a there isn't a, um there isn't like a plethora of stories but which is surprising it, no it really like, surprised me i thought there would be a lot there's like but there's, hundreds there's some of there's some creepy stuff so um the catacombs of uh, paris aka the dead the empire of the dead or the devil's maze or the devil's playground um they are underground ossuaries in paris france ossuaries are just basically you can think of an easy thing as just like a mausoleum, except for it's mm. not meant to be like a landmark. It's just supposed to be a box or a container or a room that is made for the dead. Um, so it's in Paris, France, which hold the remains of more than six million people. Holy yeah, that's what it's shit. estimated at. Six. Six million people. My God, I just literally almost knocked from my <laughs> microphone. I'm um, so shocked. Six million? Six million people. Yeah. That's I, on multiple websites. It said six million. People. Holy that is what shit! I thought it was just like a couple thousand. Uh uh-uh, uh, girl. Uh uh-uh. uh. So it is a consolidation of various ossuaries, uh, tunnels, and a large network of Paris's ancient stone mines that covered over that covers over two hundred miles. Um, the exact expanse of the catacombs are unknown as various cave ins, cave ins, wall collapses, flooding, and inherently disorienting structure of the catacombs leave many of the parts uncharted. Damn. So there's just a lot of natural like obstacles that make it impossible for the for the entire the entirety of the catacombs to be uh, mapped out um so there it's estimated or it's almost about 200 miles have been mapped i think it's about 170 are mapped and it's estimated about anywhere from 200 miles to the most like loose estimation was 400 miles but i think that's way up there so let's just keep around 200 miles what's weird is like i really didn't think of this as being as big as it actually is no I yeah just right imagine yeah. It smaller most of what we why. see like i'll get into it but most of what you see is is just focused on the ossuaries where they actually dumped the bones or they they like artfully crafted the bones to because yeah, i'm imagining stuff. all the skulls like lined up yeah, the yeah. perfect lines. That that doesn't cover all the 200 miles. Okay. And I'll get into that, yeah. Okay, okay. So the history, a little brief history of the catacombs. Before the catacombs, most of the dead of Paris were buried at Les Innocents Cemetery, the city's oldest and most used graveyard. 
by the time the 18th century rolled around, so many people had been buried there that it becomes it became super overcrowded. So nearby residents complained of a stench of death that started cap- like taking over the city Ew. and taking over the areas around this graveyard and other graveyards. So in the mid-1770s, there were a series of collapses that happened specifically at this Les Innocents Cemetery. And it would cause bodies to just like either fall out <laughs> into the cemetery because there were wall or ceiling collapses. And then even later on, a couple years later, there was a flood that that literally caused bodies to like come out of their graves and rush down, like <gasps> overflow out of the cemetery into the city streets. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty intense. Um, so it's like my worst nightmare. <laughs> once that happened, <laughs> you're like walking to get a fucking croissant, and there's like a body that's like pulling out the fucking street. I'd be like, "Excuse me." Smoking a cigarette, getting a croissant. Yeah, I'm like, I just came in for the croissants. France <laughs> if you're from sucks. France, please, please message us and tell us what you actually do, because literally all I think you do is parkour, <laughs> smoke cigarettes, have sex, and eat croissants, and wear turtlenecks, which sounds like the best life ever. You wear exclusively <laughs> stripes and turtlenecks, <laughs> and and those uh, fa- Paris hats. The berets. Berets. <laughs> you were berets. We know that's not y'all's lives. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not convinced. Minus, minus the cigarettes and croissants. If any... And macar- macarons. Oh, macarons. my God. That's so good. If any person from France is listening to this, one, congratulations. <laughs> ever, ever. You're the only person from France. <laughs> so, like, a year from now. <laughs> one year... One, one year's time. August 9th, 2019. <laughs> tell us what the fuck you're up to. Tell us the fuck you do. <laughs> So um, once this happens, the uh, Parisians, uh, Parisians, if you want to say, I don't know how to pronounce that. Par- Parisians, I would guess. Par- Parisians? Just people who go who Parisians? live in Paris. The Parisians. Official. Uh, nope. <laughs> they like the Parisian uh, officials choose to condemn the city cemeteries, and then this is when they uh, opt to move the remains of of like the dead mm. into um, the underground quarries. So this is where most uh, most of the 200 miles comes from so they were able to organize the movement for more than six million bodies and they were put from the 1780s to 1814 they were taken from they were actually taken from graveyards and dropped down into the court into the quarries which then become the ossuaries and where like people began to eventually make the designs with the bones and the skulls and femur bones Mm. and stuff like that so females wait pause now we're back. We got rid of the background noise. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Hello, we're back. Editing is magic. We're back here now. Um, so well, let's go over some of the, the little bit of the layout and yes. like some significant rooms of the place. So explorers, when you enter the catacombs, like uh, on a tourist okay, and like touristy occasions, uh, you enter the catacombs through an official entrance known as, and I asked Chris, who lived in France for two years. He did. Um, oh God, I already forgot how to pronounce it, so oh, I'll just try. Sorry, sorry, per- Parisians. Hi, Toulouse. <laughs> no, I think it's called Barrier d'Enfer. Um, I don't very know. Spanish. I, I literally, no, I literally put in a Spanish accent on it because that's the only thing how I know how to do other than English. So I know how Chris to do is probably zero killing accents. himself right now, and everybody who speaks French as well. But it's called the Gate of Hell. <gasps> yeah, and that's like the main entrance where you enter in, sort of above that entryway. Um, it says, stop, this is the empire of the dead. <gasps> yeah, isn't that cool? That's a little sign that's been put there in, in French. That's cool. So other than the main catacombs, which are consider- considered those main ossuaries, what I was talking about, there are extensive tunnels that surround and connect parts of the catacombs. Mm. 
as I said before, these tunnels were made by the Parisian quarry miners, uh, quarry miners, and not my name. And some are <laughs> even uh, speculated to be tunnels made um, and used by people who, one, wanted to avo- avoid tolls when entering the city of Paris, or ones that were used by smugglers and criminals who wanted to evade authorities. Hmm. So it's just this whole... <laughs> booze. <laughs> Sorry, I can hear him booze. purring. You can hear him purring? Uh-huh. Aw, little booze. You're so cute. So basically, you have these main uh, ossuaries where the people were actually either dumped into or organized into their bones, at least, or I guess in their bodies at some points. Um, They were put in there and then they're connected by these maze of quarry tunnels that were made that were dug um, and also some smuggler tunnels at the Mm. same time. So that's why there's like parts of this where you can actually go and tour and it's a very small part. Um, and then there's also parts where people will go and explore, but it is illegal to do so because Ooh. one, it's dangerous. And I explained of like the cave-ins that happens yeah. or just floor collapses or flooding and stuff Sounds like, like that. Sounds like some Indiana Jones shit. No, yeah. It can get pretty intense down there. People literally get lost um, every, um, it seems like at least one or two every decade, there's a big story headline where That's people get crazy. lost and die or are lost down there for like two or three days and then finally get out. That's crazy. Stuff like that. Yeah. Booze, don't get mad at me. He's like, bitch. <laughs> yeah, he like chirped at me. So when the bodies were first being taken down there, um, for like the first decade, they were just literally being not thrown in there, but they were being like dumped like a mass grave. Mm. They were also being blessed so the, the dead would uh-huh. be rest. They were trying to be respectful, but they were also like, they were also needing to do it because the cemeteries were overfl- overflowing. Ew. Um. So, but in t- 1810... Uh, Luis, I'm not even going to try. Some French name. Yeah, Luis, who is the director of the Paris uh, Mine Inspection Service, he had renovations done. And this is where where our, like, idea of the catacombs come from, where you have the organized, like, bones in a line, and then you have, like, a row of femur bones, and then a row of skulls, and then, like, another row of femur bones and a row of skulls. Like, where it actually sort of looks aesthetically pleasing and pretty. Oh, it does, yeah. Like, morbidly pretty. Um, this is where they come from. He started making these decorations and patterns to make a statue or like turn it into a mausoleum instead of just a mass grave. One of the most iconic displays that is done is known as the barrel. It consists of a large uh, circular pillar that is surrounded by skulls and tibia, which also act as a support for the roof. And it looks really pretty. I can show you. Post on our Twitter. Yeah, we'll just post on the Twitter. Um, or in, no, Twitter. Um, there's also a couple other iconic rooms. During World War II, um, members of the French Resistance used the tunnel system, and also Nazis did. So there is a Nazi, an old remains of an old Nazi bunker Whoa. in the catacombs. That this is actually not part of the tour. So uh, people who go and explore these tunnels, which are called cataphiles, they cataphiles cataphiles. Like so it's like they're addicted to, to the catacombs. They can go and they can see this. So there's only, uh, there's only like, I guess, relative to the population of the world, there are only a select few or a handful of people who know where these actually exist and can get to them. Damn. Um, so I'll get into the cataphiles in a bit, but I'll just talk about a couple more rooms. So there's also one called the Crypt of the Sepulchre Lamp. You should look this up because it's actually really cool while I'm saying okay, this. So, Crypt um, of the what? The Crypt of the Sepulchre Lamp. Sepulchre it looks lamp? like some demon cult shit goes on here every day. Like, it looks like it was built exactly for demon cult shit. 
I literally can't believe I spelled that correctly. What <laughs> Sepulcher. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, there's like a basin in the middle, and there's two pillars, and in the background you have this wall of bones and skulls. It looks like this something out of D and D. Looks like something from Harry Potter to me. Oh well, no, 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 no! It's not that. Those are like uh, that. Oh, that's if a you church. if you put put like catacombs. Crypt of the sepulcher lamp. Crypt of the sepulcher sepulcher lamp catacombs. Put that. We'll wait. Do, 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 do. Oh shit! Yeah, right. It that? looks like yes. Yeah, it looks like some shit that is straight out of D and D. Like when y'all walked into, uh, below Avacyn's like Avacyn's cathedral and stuff like that. That's what it looks like. That and you saw the scares die cultists. Wild. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Some D and D shit sidebar. Holy sorry. shit! Also, there are um the same guy that I talked about, Luis. Mm-hmm. He when he did these certain rooms, he would also put random plaques, just like the plaque that says, um, this is the city of the dead. There's a plaque that also says, remember your creator in the days of your youth before the evil days come. There's just these really like cryptic slash scary or sort of semi haunting quotes that are, that he puts all around the room. That's so spooky. Yeah. 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 I love it. So some dangers of the catacombs. Yes. Let's go over some practical ones first. Um, at points, it's it's 100% pitch black. You need cameras or lights or something like that. When you go through and tour through, it's lighted, and that's how you know. Um, sometimes the tour guides will be a little loose to a to a point, which is sort of the idea that I got. And they'll be like, "Hey, you can follow along any of the lighted areas. Don't go into any of the unlighted areas." And most of them are barred off from the touristy parts. Mm. But as we know, there are multiple entrances into the catacombs. Relatively to how big it is, there are very few. What does, like, the entrance of the catacombs look like? So, I think it... it I saw a picture of it. If you type it, it looks like just some black plywood was set up or, like, a black house or just some black catacombs. wood. And you sort of walk into it and then you walk down into these steps. Spooky. It's like this type of shit. Yeah, yeah. There's entrances like that. But there's also, like, a, I think it's that second one from the left or on the top right. Like this? Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's not black. It's like dark green. That's the main end. That's like the touristy entrance. Okay, yeah. But so there's... I can see that's the to- oh, fuck. This one's terrifying. It's like a downward hill. <gasps> Ew. Towards a black it's like hole. when Nosferatu like, comes Ew. out of it. Ew. So, um, yeah. So there's ways that you can get into that's uh, that the cataphiles spooky. know how to get into the catacombs. You can literally just drop down random manholes. There's also different businesses that are that were set up in the 1800s that Damn. are still there and you can get into the catacombs. That's very, it's really that's very cool. hard to control. If I was yeah. like the police of France. <laughs> no, exactly. They're, they actually have a special police called E-R-I-C, Eric, that go down and they patrol the catacombs, even the un-touristy parts, just to find people there. And then they give them a, I think it's a 60, 60 euro fine. Uh, so it's like what? Um almost $100 and $90 fine. Worth Something it. Something like that. Yeah. Worth it, in Worth my opinion, the... to go through <laughs> a seat. That would be so terrifying. I don't think I could do it because it gets pretty claustrophobic <gasps> in some parts. Yeah. So, um, no, 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 no. Practical things, it's pitch black at some points. Uh, people, when you get lost, uh, because it's so pitch black and when you get down deep enough, the sound becomes so dampened in the like the claustrophobic spaces that there's just a lot of white noise ringing in your ears. No. You, you like can't really hear that well. Um, what the... we're, we're getting into the spooky stuff. Jordan, stop. Jordan, stop. <laughs> um, Here's some champagne, Corey. This right. bottle is currently full. Yes. Drink it. So, bottle um, number three, everyone. There's a red boa feather 
that's stuck to the Don't. T- stuck to your champagne bottle. Lift it up. Oh, cute! Look at <laughs> so that. cute. Gaze, so, gaze, my right. <laughs> so, um, also, I talked about there's cave-ins sometimes. People have reported like literally walking in the catacombs, and then the floor drops beneath them, and they fall to a lower level. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, like they fall through bones. So, so actually, like some of the pictures that you see where people are literally walking on femur bones and random bones, those are not in the touristy areas. You're walking on pavement through the the pretty cool morbid parts mm. but there are actual parts of the catacombs where you walk on bones oh, like shit. if you come to a hallway you turn around a hallway and it's just this really like three foot wide hallway that's just full of bones that you're walking see on. i just like, couldn't do that real. i that's not I, made up. I could go there into the claustrophobic parts but the minute it's like a couple feet i would be like fuck this. no yeah i could not do that uh, i i could go through the touristy parts and i could jump into the non-touristy parts but i'd have to have somebody that i knew knew the place and i'd be like Okay, we can be down here for like I'm putting a thirty minute timer on my watch. I would freak myself out too much. I could go through the touristy, but the minute we get to the non touristy, I'd be like, We're stuck forever. No, I'd be like, We're gonna die, demons are coming for right. us. Right. I'm like, We're, we're we die. are <laughs> fucked. Like there's no way we're not fucked. Um, so so what so what is a big thing about the practical cautions of of the catacombs is other than these cataphile people, the people that go down there and they map the untouristy parts. Most people don't have maps of this part. So they'll go in by themselves thinking they're cool or thinking that they can do it and they can find their way back and they'll get lost or they'll be given maps that are un or that are wrong, that mm. are incorrect. Whoa. And they'll get lost down there. And the biggest thing that they say is when you're down there, even the cataphiles report that because of the sensory deprivation, you start to you start to psych yourself out. You start to get a little creeped. You know that millions of people are buried down oh here. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! You're lost in the dark. Your only, your literally only lights <laughs> come from the lights that you're holding and your friends are holding. I hope, l- hope to God you have friends down there. Oh my god! <laughs> I literally have chills on my whole yeah, body right, right now. And you're like walking alone or with a couple friends in the darkness. No. Just walking partially on bones. Sometimes walking by skulls. It, it it's it's pretty creepy listening or like reading the posts of some people describing it is really creepy okay i literally could not do it because you talking about it just gave me chills with my whole right, body right and it, i felt a little really guilty did. a little bad thinking of walking on top of bones i don't know i don't want someone yeah. walking on my bones there were really there were really respectful posts too but you know there's that one fuckhead that, that like i don't know oh no yeah people like will paint them and people will paint them out of respect and also people will paint them out of definitely not respect. Mm, like and penis pictures. in the 1800s and early 1900s did paint them, I don't know, out of to make to mark them and make them a ma- mausoleum. Mm. So this guy, the, the Luis guy, he really was trying to, instead of just throwing all these, you know, bodies that were overflowing in Paris into these sha- mine shafts, basically, mm. he was trying to make it a mausoleum. Like he was trying to be like, these are real people. We're putting them here. We need to respect them in some way, so let's make an art exhibit out of them, basically, yeah. in a sense. So I, I think it was done on a respectful manner, and some of the painting has been. But, you know, obviously there are people that go down there and just fuck the place up. Of course. They will smash down Naturally. walls. Ugh. They'll spray paint and graffiti tag. It's ridiculous. How so, do they, like... I hope they get haunted until they die. No, they for sure are haunted until they die. I hope so. So supernatural uh, dangers are obviously ghosts. Um, obviously demons. <laughs> Duh. Most of all, the biggest thing that I have is sa- uh, Satanists or cultists that mm. go down there. Mm. So I didn't really find any official accounts of any demons or demonic presences. 
but I did find some like accounts of ghosts down there and then also fairly legit accounts of Satanists or cultists down there. Tell me but Daddy. it's believed mostly that cultists are said to steal bodies from morgues and bring them down into the catacombs and perform rituals. So like people have reported coming up on so these cataphiles that go down there to explore the mines for for good purposes to either like refurbish them refurbish or who go down in the catacombs to refurbish these areas where they find bones and stuff like that. Um, they have said that they've report they found uh, like remains of bodies and these like satanic symbols and stuff like that. These are just allegedly like mm-hmm. I'll put allegedly to these to all yeah. these accounts because there's no official accounts. But the, for for the sake of spookiness, they're all true. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah I'll just say this one more this once because it's more fun to just think it's real. Um, so they also said they found remains of sacrificial murder victims Holy that shit. are said to litter corridors and like they will they will take the bodies and they will shove them where other bones are so it'll like they'll hide them in like underneath or in between bones and stuff Smart. like that. How's a murderer yeah. in France? Right? I would definitely bury yeah. a body in no, the catacombs. No, yeah, they've been linked to not only this but also serial killers Why taking you? people down into the catacombs and murdering them. And there. like you smell death, yeah, you're in the catacombs. Yeah, so it's right? like Exactly. You'd be like, "Oh, whatever." Totally. I totally If I was a serial killer, watch out France. <laughs> <laughs> so, um a, a lot of the cataphiles and other just pe- other people and tourists have noted that those who dare to go into the catacombs after midnight, which you can't if you're doing an official tour, mm. um, they hear the walls talking to them. What the fuck? Yeah, so they hear like they'll see the skulls and they'll they'll hear like different voices because all those skulls represent a whole life. Oh my god. Yeah, right. And so let's say that they these these voices and which eventually become disembodied That's will lure, will try and lure them away from uh where they need to go. What the and they'll fuck? like they've reported like people looking at maps. And like the the voices being like, no, that's not the way. Like, go this way, like go down that corridor, go down. Like, I would believe it. Like, okay. No, I'd be like, oh my god, I get out. So I'd be like, okay, Mister Demon, sir, fuck it. Yeah. So that that those are some like the supernatural um, things. We'll get to we'll get to like a a specific story later. Jordan. Oh, hey, what's up, Jordan? Come here. (laughs) Um. So, so to get into the cataphiles. Uh, the cataphiles are a group of urban explorers that are known for spending vast amounts of time within in the depths of the catacombs um, for their own enjoyment and adventure. However, what they do is considered illegal, and as they explore and map the areas of the catacombs, oh, sorry, what they do is illegal, even though they do all they're doing is exploring and mapping these areas. Ah, sorry, they're um, just explorers. Since November second, nineteen fifty-five, it has officially been illegal hmm. to explore beyond. Um, beyond like the touristy areas or explore without an official guide so my question is how come the to- the people who own the, st- the touristy areas yeah. how come they don't branch out is it because it's not pretty enough i wonder well, why yeah that's probably because it's not pretty enough because they, they focus on these main areas the ones where with, like Luis the super pretty and pillars stuff like that yeah. did all that pretty stuff yeah mm-hmm. and it they they say the tour takes about 45 minutes to an hour like that's wow. pretty long it's pretty I long feel like if I was walking down there, I'd be like, okay, 45 minutes to an hour, I'm pretty good. <laughs> like I guess that's walking true. around these dead bones. Like, that's that's all I want. Past an hour. Also, I guess you'd start feeling pretty claustrophobic. I would. Yeah, After an hour, I'd be, I'd be like, like, I need to get out. I'm like, I haven't seen day. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen the outside well, world. Well, these cataphile groups, they'll like literally, they'll go down there and spend a day, days, three days. I think about the mean the mean of what I saw was about 24 hours to 80 or 48 hours. What the fuck? That's... Yeah, so it's been one to two days down there. I guess you had to. It's 200 to 400 miles long. Yeah. You have to. Like, 
it, it just makes you think, I wonder how much of it hasn't even been seen by anybody yet. No, it, that's exactly, yeah, there's a lot of this that hasn't been, because it's a lot wild. of flooding has happened, so you can't even get to places. There's even some places down there that I read where people, you have to literally submerge yourself. Oh or, my or god! Wade, or wade through murky water. Fuck In that. order to get to these, like, pristine underground aquifers. No. Where people will go and swim. Like you swim in pitch black darkness in the catacombs where because, it you know, because these are most of these are quarry tunnels. So you're not technically in the middle of the catacombs where like the ossuaries were, but you are by you were in, you know, these tunnels that are linked to the catacombs, I'll to the to main say, catacombs. Kill me. If, yeah. if any of our friends ever like y'all want to swim in I'm pitch like, black to go bitch. visit the catacombs, I'd be like, hey, you're out of the group. Like, Dear <laughs> like, Diary, today is the last day that I was friends with. <laughs> no, right. Exactly. I'm like, hey, P.S. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Just send them a text. <laughs> send them a text. I fuck you. <laughs> so while while sort of what I said a little bit earlier is while Satanists and other cultists and also hostile people that go down there. Motherfuckers. Um, these cataphile groups or the main ones that are known. Ha- go down there to to build their own communities they go down there to refurbish what? rooms people will go down there and literally furnish rooms like decorate it to honor the dead or just make give themselves a hangout place do you think there are any people that live down there oh god yeah i'm so sure that is like if i was a homeless person i guess no yeah pe- any person the thing is though is homeless. it sort of considered dangerous so like tweakers will be down there there's uh-huh. accounts of people coming up on tweakers and getting like attacked <laughs> and chased through the catacombs <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> It's pretty. It's pretty. Was Jordan. Everywhere. <laughs> what? Our podcast is featuring Jordan. Jordan. Now. Jordan's featured right now. You have to say hello. Jordan, say hello. Hello. This is Jordan. He's my bed. You can Jordan. see him on Instagram. You can see him on our Instagram. Oh yeah, I guess her Instagram's are linked to the Instagram. Wait, wait, plug right now. <gasps> okay, everyone. We're so bad at plugging. <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram. Anyways, how's your sex life on Instagram? You can follow me, Channa underscore underscore Jones, or Corey, which is C Dewey. That's D E W E Y M M at. Because my last name's Martin. Yes. Well, okay. We're giving people Shit. a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why your Instagram has Dewey. In. Yeah, so C Dewey M. So Corey's Instagram is C Dewey M. Yes. Mine's Channa underscore underscore Jones, and Jordan's is Granola Boy underscore. Yep. Underscore? <laughs> there's an underscore? There's an underscore. Because the apparently end. there's some other granola boy out there Jesus, in the world. That Let bitch. me tell you, there's only one granola boy in my eyes. <laughs> oh. Hey. Aww, you too. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, back to catacombs and death and shit. <laughs> so, um, a list of things that these groups will do is they have painted murals down there. They have furnished rooms. They clean up rooms even that are vandalized. That's They'll cool. try and restore That's them themselves. That's cool. And they will map and even throw parties. Um, there are legendary parties that have been down there, like total techno underground Euro <gasps> parties. Fucking just raves down there. there. And that's where that? the thing. That's where actually some of these cataphiles can be negative influences on the catacombs because they'll people will get drunk down there and then start like breaking down walls <gasps> or destroying bones and stuff like that. It's and they can a, actually get. Pretty I think there's a way to party respectfully, but also. Yeah. Also, I. <sighs> That would be so hard. I think if I was legitimately invited to a rave in the catacombs, I would have to go just out of, like, boasting purposes later on in life. No, exactly. But I'd be terrified the entire time. I'd be terrified. And pl- I don't know. I think Molly in the catacombs would be very, very claustrophobic. Yeah, I could It'd be hard. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I would just... Drink? Drink a little bit. 
Can we do acid and go? No, I would kill myself. That'd be terrifying. That's where I get lost and I die. You like see a skull. He's like, hello. I'd be like, I don't know if this is real or if this is the LSD. I'd be like, who is dead? Who is alive? I don't know anymore. I would look at the skull and be like, I'm fucked. I get it. I'm fucked for life by being here. So also, here's a sort of cool ghost that's going on. This is like the one of the main ghosts that haunts the catacombs. You're like, his name is, is this ki- Zozo. Or this kid. This guy called uh, Phil- Philbert Aspirant. Philbert? Oh, no, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Philbert. We love that's him. hilarious. So, I want to name like a cat Philbert. Each year or... on, November the, on November 3rd, the ghost of Philbert Aspirant, <laughs> who is considered the first cataphile, is said to haunt the tunnels. That's cool. Um, in 1793, Philbert, he's a doorkeeper of the nearby hospital, descended into the catacombs in search of a storehouse of liquor. Duh. Like, great, great <laughs> yeah. reason to die. Um, Eleven years later, his remains were discovered. Very close to an exit, actually. At least two, two websites said that he, his body was found very close to an exit. Um, That's spooky. And he was only identifiable by a hospital key a hospital key ring that was dangling from his belt. Today, Philbert is popular, ce- popularly celebrated as a protector of the cataphiles, and the jingle of his keys are said to be heard at times, guiding them when they are lost. Oh, Isn't shit. is that really cool? Philbert's yeah. a homie. Yeah, right? So he's he's considered to be like the protector of cataphiles when they go down there because most of the cataphile and cataphile groups are supposed to be like a positive protectorate of, like vigilante pr- protectorates mm. of the catacombs. So... Uh, here's a couple more stories, and then I'll and then we'll be done. So one is really cool. I actually like really love this. Ooh, I'll get to that later. Let's do this. You want to do the scary one first or the cool one first? Scary. So scary. I okay. always love scary. So, so this scary story is okay. a st- is called the story of the lost man. Yes. It is about a French student from a university that went into the catacombs to investigate different bones and paintings. So I think he wanted Oof. to go there like off off of like maybe to do a paper or a dissertation or something like that. I'm not exactly sure. But he went down there and it speculated that one of the paintings or drawings that he eventually walked past was either the sign of the beast or the sign of the devil or a demon. And that something that that sign or insignia represented started following him through the catacombs. Oh, my God. So there is an actual video that you can go online and see if you literally just type in lost man in the catacombs. If you type that, it says rare footage of the lost man in the Paris catacombs. And it is it is it is really crazy. It's like a minute and thirty seven seconds. There's also a documentary that people have made um, about it. Okay, yeah, I see it right here. So so play it. So play that. I don't want to in this. So house. no, literally. So play that. Okay, no, it's fine. It's I, mean, I don't know if it's fine. So play that and then skip to about halfway through. Yeah, yeah. Go about forty five, forty seconds. Okay. So I'm just gonna sort of give a play by play while while Chana's watching this and Chana's. It's buffering. My internet sucks. Oh my god. This is like a shitty video too. It's not even HD. So there's a video of him running through the catacombs. And as he's running, he's running faster and faster and faster. And he's breathing heavier and breathing faster. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to wait for it to get to catch up to Chana. Y'all. So just, oh my God, I'm so scared, Corey. For traffic, look before you turn. Buffering. Like, you know, look around. This is like Blair Witch. This is like Blair Witch. Something like that. Yeah, this is like total, looks total Blair Witch. Look that. So immediately. All of a sudden, without warning, he drops his camera onto the floor and just continues running off in the darkness. And he just leaves his camera. Yeah. So, um, so the video, no. the video ends with the camera sideways on the floor. No, recording it is the not feet. Blair Witch shit. 
No, yeah. Fuck that. That it's creepy. Just imagine being like lost. He's alone. Just like what? You're alone in the catacombs, like all by yourself. You've been lost for who knows how Wait, long. Who found his, who found so his yeah, camera. no, yeah. So we get to that. We get that. So um, the video ends with the camera sideways on the floor, recording that the feet of the guy as he's running away into the darkness. The guy is never found, but the camera was found in 2010. I I have chills up my entire so, body. The cave explorers recovered the video footage, and it is speculated to be from the mid to late 90s. What the fuck? Yeah, because, like, the camera that was recorded. So, this, 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 uh, so it came out in 2010. He's dead. Yeah, right? So, there's a little documentary that came out about this, like, speculating what happened, who this person was, and trying to figure out who it was. Um, But many people believe this to be a hoax. It could be, who knows, but it's more fun to believe that it's true because it's more spooky. I will and believe it's true And we're not going to be stupid part. enough to go alone in the catacombs. This footage is also said to have inspired the found footage horror film that came out in 2014 called As Above, So Below. Haven't seen it. It has pretty bad reviews. I don't want to see it because I only watch good found footage films. I think the only... I, also, I don't like them. One of the only or good sort of like them, found footage films was Blair Witch. And the reason why it was good is mm. because no one knew that it was fake well yeah Everyone it was an it was urban real. legend in and of itself yeah. it, well I, like my mom went and saw it when it was released in theaters because she was a teenager cause the mom oh and she's in la she like or in the la area yeah yeah and they saw it and the way they marketed the blair witch is people thought it really mm. was real so my, my mom saw it in theaters thinking the entire time oh my god this is fucking real yeah, like these 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 20 somethings died <laughs> exactly no exactly like she's like this happened there is a witch this is proof that's what made the blair witch so scary is because no one understood that it was fake until however many months or years after yeah. that and, it came and that's out. what have been cool to like to, to live in the la areas because you get like before like before everybody else sees it half the time especially more back then than now you saw things in LA before things were released then there and then released in other places mm-hmm. later, or you get special screenings a lot more stuff like that. Like the paranormal activity, the same thing happened. People really thought that was real for a bit, especially in like the, the pre screenings before it was a theatrical release and then yeah. it was released wide and everyone's like, nah, it's just a movie. Horror so, films yeah. are very interesting. When oh, they get released so theaters. Like my grandma, she went and saw psycho and she didn't No one. Okay. So she was, Psycho came out back when there was double features, okay? Mm-hmm. So, so she and her cousin, Teresa, went and saw double feature. The first one was, like, Happy Jolly movie. The next movie was Psycho. Oh, and, God. And Psycho is one of the first, I guess, slasher films slasher. out yeah, there. Yeah, And they had literally... It's like a proto-slasher. They yeah. have never seen any movie like that ever before. And she said everyone in the theater was watching it, like, this is interesting. And then the Psycho... <laughs> music like, started <laughs> and she was like stabbing someone in the shower and my grandma said like everyone in the theater was hysterical because oh, they have never seen a film ever like that like, before they never seen anything like that, like that in film oh, my- Okay, so <laughs> hi guys. <laughs> hey guys, <Fuck>. so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, this is not weird. Sorry, you're driving and now it's a hard cut, and now it's us doing a weird, awkward laugh. We and understand and this is a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> and we're not drunk. <laughs> and we're not drunk. We're because sitting in my work. works warehouse, re-recording the second half of this episode because something happened to Audacity. During our first recording of it, 
and uh, it glitched yeah, out. Yeah, just in the middle of it, it, it started skipping. And we even heard it, but we didn't realize it was doing anything to the recording. And we tried to stop it and it eventually went away, but who knows? Yeah. Anyways, we'll get back to our stories. So, so um, y'all know where we left off. We sort of know where we <laughs> left off. <laughs> we um, recorded this like two months ago, let me point uh, out. Yeah, we literally recorded this a month and a half ago. So, yeah. So, sorry. So <laughs> we I, love you. <laughs> and then my all of my notes from this episode were, like, lost. And so I had to pretty much rewrite all of my notes for this episode. So it's a little crazy. Well, I guess we can give, like, a little – we can give you a little catch-up. Because from this time, y'all have heard, like, the first four – this is the fourth episode you're listening to. Yes. You're and the newest with ones that are um, – we've just released our podcast three days ago. Um, yeah. and so you're, you're hearing older episodes and we're catching up this, uh, this next episode, the fifth episode and the bonus episode will be about a week from real, t- from the real time, like yeah. from the, you know, end of October, beginning of November in 2018. Um, but yeah, sorry, like Channon moved 45 minutes away to Salt Lake and things just became super hectic yeah, and we both went out of town again. Month. We had the whole Hawaii trip and stuff. But yeah, so let's get back into the catacombs. I have one last thing to share, and okay. then we'll we'll we'll, get, we'll send it over to Channa. Yes. So the the scary story we already did that whole thing about the lost man in the catacombs. Yes, Again, I got super spooked, Blair Witch, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, and go like go look at um that YouTube video because it is so cool and really creepy. Yeah, really creepy when you look at it. So the cool thing is that there's a story, there's a legend. That in 1897, there was a group of amateur musicians, about 45 of them Mm. um, is supposed to be assumed. Nerds. Um, (laughs) They had an impromptu concert in the catacombs. (laughs) And like late at night for about 100 people, like an audience of 100 people, sorry. Mm. And so the uh, program include Chopin's Funeral March. And Camille Saint uh, Saints, I don't know, I'm sorry, I probably butchered that, but it's the Danse (laughs) Macabre, Macabre. Um, and they just went in and had this uh, creepy little concert for uh, the funeral march and then the dance macabre. So that's it's cool as like hell. Creepy little things. Yeah. People turn up down there. Was Didn't you talk about a rave? Like a underground? Yeah. 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 People so turn up 20 minutes ago, y'all heard there were like raves going on. <laughs> 20 minutes ago, but three months ago for me. <laughs> it was like a month and a half ago. Yeah. You had raves going on. So Many cool. moons ago. Uh, that's cool. The catacombs are cool. I want to go. Oh, also, I would just go visit the tour. Also, I um, saw as oh oh my god, we can catch up on this too. I saw as above, so below, and I actually liked it. So fuck old Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really liked it. Yeah, I don't know why Corey. I was just sort of sucked into um, being under the catacombs and then stuck under the catacombs. The acting isn't super great. Well, actually, it actually, is pretty good. Mm. I think. It, I mean, it gets a little lost, and I can just. I super, you know, I love horror so much, yeah. so I can suspend my disbelief pretty far, and I'm pretty forgiving of horror films because I just enjoy watching any horror film yeah. that's halfway decent. If it's halfway decent, it's a good horror film. Movie. Yeah. So I would, I would actually encourage people watching As Above, So Below. So there we go. Yeah, so it, past Corey really sucks. Yeah. Current Corey rules. But yeah. Current Corey rules. Before As Below or whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah. And it had, it had some really, I had some really cool guy from Mad Men. Who's in it? I uh, wanted like a, an actor who was in like this, you know, fifth or sixth season of Mad Men for a bit. He was in it. And he was pretty good. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, there we go. There, that's the catacombs. Go visit the catacombs. Go to Paris. Yeah. There's also catacombs in different parts of the world. Oh, 
that's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know if they have including my bedroom the exact um like they're they're like touristy catacombs that you mm. can go visit. I don't know if they they have the like same specific aesthetic as you see from the pictures of mm. the Paris catacombs, but there's other ones that you can go visit in different um in different cities. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to talk about the Toy Box Killer. Oh my god. Today, tonight, whenever you're listening to this episode. Uh-huh. So the format of this is a little bit different. Um, first, I'm going to jump into how he got caught. So on oh, March okay. 19th, 1999, 22-year-old Cynthia Vigil, she was a prostitute, go her, in a parking lot in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yes. A man rolled up. He said he was an undercover cop, and she was under arrest for prostitution and put her in the back of his car. This man was David Parker Ray, and he brought Cynthia to his nearby soundproof trailer in which he called his toy box. The toy box yeah. costed him about $100,000 to make. It was a soundproof shipping container filled with a bunch of torture shit. The toy box contained a gynecologist-type chair in the middle, so it's where, you know, the stirrups and her legs are Yeah, yeah. up in the stirrups. Um, and then there was a mirror mounted on the ceiling so his victims could see the horrors delivered upon them. Littering the Ooh. floor were whips, chains, pulleys, straps, clamps, Leg spreaders, surgical blades, saws, and numerous sex toys. There was also a wooden contraption used to bend over and immobilize the victim while he and his friends would rape them. And on the walls were detailed diagrams showing different methods and techniques for inflicting pain. Ew. They also found recordings and videotapes of women being tortured and raped. That's his toy box. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah. So, guys, we've we've already technically, Chana has already told this to me. Yeah. (laughs) But I these these reactions are pretty much genuine still because this is this was six weeks ago. <laughs> yes, and I like barely already remember talking about this. I was drunk as hell last time. Yeah, so, true, true, same. <laughs> so going back to Cynthia, Cynthia was uh, kidnapped by this guy, um, David Parker Ray. Uh, he brought her to his toy box. He tied her up in the chair and he played her a cassette before the torture began. And this is a excerpt from this, the cassette tape. He says, hello there, bitch. Are you comfortable right now? I doubt it. Wrists and ankles changed, gagged, probably blindfolded. You were disoriented and scared too, I would imagine. Perfectly normal under the circumstances. For a little while, at least, you need to get your shit together and listen to this tape. It is very relevant to your situation. I'm going to tell you in detail why you have been kidnapped, what's going to happen to you, and how long you'll be here. I have the full monologue. It's a couple pages long of him, uh... Uh, <laughs> of this tape that girls would listen to when, as they came to after being drugged and uh, while sitting in the gynecologist's chair. So he and his accomplice, like Cindy... Slowly opening this bottle. <laughs> and it's not drink. It's a smart water. This is actually water. Sponsor us. <laughs> this is the first time that we will be drinking. First and hopefully last time we are drinking water. First and definitely podcast. last. And I know for a fact smart water will not sponsor us considering... I say fuck every uh-huh. other word. So anyway, so he and his accomplice, Cindy Hender- Hendy, tortured Cynthia with whips, chains, medical instruments, electric shock therapy, that type of stuff. All different forms of torture, physical, sexual, you name it, they did it. Um, Cynthia later said, the way he talked, I didn't feel like this was the first time. Uh, it was like he knew what he was doing. He told me I was never going to see my family again. He told me he would kill me like he killed the others. Ooh. On the third day of torture... David accidentally left his keys on the table where she was restrained. She managed to get the keys, unlock herself, and, just, and ran from the trailer. Cindy saw her escaping, but Cynthia then stabbed Cindy in the neck with an icicle and uh, ran out the trailer completely with naked. With an icicle? Uh, Sorry, that was loud. <laughs> with an icicle? Yeah. Oh, my um, God. 
So Cindy saw, I don't know if that's actually true, but I read that on one website and I was like, that's, I just want to imagine she like ripped off an icicle and was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But um, Cindy saw her escaping. So then Cindy, Cynthia stabbed her in the neck. She ran from the trailer completely naked except for a slave collar. She ran to the neighbor's house, screamed and banged on the doors. They called the cops. Cops rolled up. They arrested Cindy and David. And this was the beginning of them finding about multiple, like finding multiple, about multiple, yeah, multiple murders. Yeah. It is believed he went on a murder spree in the 50s. And the escape of Cynthia helped reveal everything that happened. Now, Cynthia, you know, this happened in uh, 1999. Okay. Cynthia escaped. So this is over a 40-year span Yeah, he was doing this shit. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about David Parker Ray so you understand a little bit more about this fucking psychopath. So David Parker Ray, a.k.a. the Toy Box Killer, was born in, New Me- in Bellin, New Mexico in 1939. Little is known about his, chi- about his childhood outside the fact that he was mainly raised by his grandpa, but regularly saw his alcoholic, abusive father. His dad would supply him with magazines depicting hardcore BDSM porno, like to a child. His sexual fantasies of raping and torturing and even murdering developed in his teenage years. Around this time, his sister discovered his sadomasochistic drawings, as well as erotic photographs of bondage in his room. After completing high school, he worked as an auto mechanic, and he started getting familiar with tools and everything. He served in the army. He received an honorable discharge. He then married four different times, divorced all the times, and then um, some important people to know in his life it has, is his daughter, Glenda, a.k.a. Jesse, uh-huh. along with his girlfriend, Cindy Hendy, who I already mentioned. Yeah. So um, going back to Cynthia, Cynthia ran away. She's a total fucking badass. You go, girl. Like, literally. She stabbed him in the neck with an icicle. She stabbed a bitch in the neck. Okay. Oh, oh wait. The, the, Cynthia. Yeah, Cindy. Cynthia yeah, stabbed Cindy in the fucking neck. Go her. With an icicle. With a goddamn icicle. Even if that's not true. I don't care. I, don't, it's I true. literally don't give a fuck. We made it true. It's canon now. Cynthia, <laughs> if you're listening right now, you go, bitch. <laughs> you, stabbed, you, stabbed, you stabbed somebody in the neck with an icicle. In my movie adaptation that we will create, I will be playing Cynthia, Corey Lee playing the ice pick. <laughs> yes, I'm the ice pick. <laughs> Um, so the publicity of her escape encouraged other women to come forward. Um, the most prominent being Angelica Montano. She was David's friend at the time, and she went over his house to borrow some cake mix. Um, he then took that opportunity to drug and rape her, and then he left her drugged next to a highway. She was found by police, but no fault was made. And I wrote, OMG, what, what the fuck? Because, you know, police didn't believe women. Um, note, it's important to note that David used a bunch a bunch a bunch of drugs to induce memory loss mm-hmm. um to his victims before he would throw them on the side of the road Shit. so most of the time when they were found their accounts were really confusing and didn't really make sense and they could barely remember so because of that and especially during the time no one really believed and so them. when they're found yeah the yeah. police are probably like that's ah, just some drunk person and especially a lot of these women were known prostitutes oh. drunks or druggies at bars so they're and already stuff. yeah so it's not like these are like you know prominent women in, of new mexico it's the prostitutes that no one are even lo- no one's yeah, even looking yeah. at so it's pretty sad that just because of who they are police just completely ignored what they said yeah and what's even more sad is if like the police actually started listening like if they listened to angelica think of all the women's lives that could have been saved yeah. but because they're like oh whatever it's not true went more and more women died just because of the police not wanting to believe a woman because she's a prostitute man this stuff's sad when you're not drinking I know. This stuff's fucking sad. I mean, it's sad when we're drinking, but it's easier to laugh at it. Yeah. (laughs) Because we can get through it. I'm super sad right now. So 
Um, this with, is the somber part of our podcast. So now this to is... get even more sad. <laughs> so um, because of Angelica and Cynthia's, Cynthia's case coming forward, Cindy, you know, David's girlfriend, yeah. she gave in and told police but other accomplices. She named numerous individuals, including members of law enforcement. Um, and she named David's daughter, Glenda. Um, Glenda helped David roofie her friend Kelly Garrett's drink at a bar. Um, Kelly was just married a few days before this happened. Brand new wife, super excited, went to the bar with her best friend to celebrate. She was drugged, dragged to the toy box, and was sexually and physically oh abused for God. three days. Jenna, if you asked me to help you roofie somebody, I'd probably say no. Good. And then call the police. Because <laughs> yeah. something's wrong here. <laughs> I, I didn't say I would indef- definitely say no, but like, <laughs> I'd probably say no. If you were like, Jenna, come help me roofie someone, I would definitely say no. <laughs> I would definitely say no too. So, uh, Glenda and her dad, Rufy, Glenda's friend, they tortured her physically, sexually. After three days of that, um, they slit her throat and just dropped her off next to her brand new in law's house on the side of the road. She somehow lived, even though she was strangled what? and her throat was slit. Well, but, I slightly remember this. But yeah. no one believed her fucking story. Yeah, she lived through that, and in- everyone's like, Whatever. Yeah. In fact, her in-laws just thought she ran away to do like a drug bender and no. her new husband divorced her because he thought she just went and like slept around and cheated and she just like did drugs. So like not only did they not believe her for being raped because, you know, rape culture, yeah. but uh, he fucking divorced her and they got married like three days before this happened. Oh, my God. So in six days from she got married, she got kidnapped, tortured, physically, sexually abused and divorced all within like six days of being married. Damn. So another accomplice named was... Moral story, don't get married. Yeah. So don't get married and don't get raped. So And don't and rape culture is terrible. It still is terrible. back then and now. Um, and the last accomplice she named was their friend Dennis Yancey. Dennis admitted to participating in Marie Parker's murder. It was like a girlfriend of his. Um, they drugged her, raped her, tortured, and strangled her to death. So while they're investigating more and more and, and so more... And so each time these girls are taken into that, that same... That same box strapped up in those stirrups yes. and then flipped over in that wooden contraption where they're restrained but can be raped. There's My a goodness. They would either be raped or tortured in the gynecologist chair. The wooden contraption was separate. Like they had oh, multiple different damn. ways. They had wooden cages. They had a fur lined coffin they would put her in with her head hole exposed. Oh. This is a pretty I remember when I was first initially researching this, I had to take like multiple breaks reading about it because yeah, it was yeah. pretty horrific. And there's a lot of different accounts of exactly what happened because i'm you know what their unbelievable amounts of trauma they went through with like yeah. during this time they remember different things that during different parts of interviews but it's pretty like horrific the more we read into it so um while investigating more and more and more into these six sick fucks and um, they found evidence that led them to believe there was a fuckload of killing they estimate around 50 murders possibly 60, but they were unable to create cases from the evidence because they couldn't find any bodies, which is still true to Ooh. this day. Um, despite not having any, any bodies to use as evidence against Ray, against Ray in the trial, the FBI was still able to rack up a pretty good case against him. Um, he was put through three separate trials for each of the living victims, Cynthia, Angelica, and Kelly. Mm-hmm. So Cynthia Vigil, she's the one that escaped, ice pick, badass girl, yes. ended in a mistrial. Um, there was later a retrial that did eventually convict Ray of all 12 accounts that he was tried for. So he had to be tried twice for her. Yeah. Angelica Montano, she died right before it began. Trial was never conducted. It was just dropped. Ooh. 
Um, interesting, right? I'm like, I don't, I don't know how she died, but it's suspicious to me. Um, Kelly Garrett's trial went on without conviction. However, Ray ended up opting for a plea bargain because, oh, sorry, he ended up opting for a plea bargain through which he was sentenced to 224 years in prison. The reason being um, is he saw, like, Cynthia get super hysterical during the trial and Kelly got hysterical and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. so he just wanted to stop the trials. And so he just took the plea bargain. Uh, he, a few years later, like about three years later, he told the police, okay, I'll finally tell you where I put the bodies and how many victims and whatnot. And then he died of a heart attack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, they were going to interrogate him the next day and he died. What? And then, so some of the accomplices... Cynthia, Cynthia Hedy, or sorry, Cindy Hendy got 36 years in prison. Dennis Yancey convicted of strangulation murder. I can't find any information on his prison sentence. Yeah. I'm going to assume he's still in. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Yeah. Glenda only got two and a half years just for kidnapping. What? Because they couldn't nail her for the sexual t- stuff or slitting the throat or anything Fuck like you, that. Fuck you, Glenda. And now for the super gruesome. I wrote some super fucking horrific facts about this fucking murder fuck. <laughs> so uh. here are some facts that are going to... Fuck you up. First is he was able to murder for so many years from the 50s to 1999. You know, it's 40 years because he was a normal guy who had a normal job. He worked as a maintenance man for the New Mexico Parks Department where he was probably able to pick up some extra torture implements. No one was looking. He worked for the government. Yeah. I was like, whatevs. He kept a diary of his – a detailed diary of kidnappings, tortures, rapes. What? He had um, – like video recordings, voice recordings. He hosted sex parties in his toy box and let people, neighbors, friends, strangers, cops, whoever wanted to come, um, come and either watch him have sex with women or watch others to- rape them or rape them themselves. Um, the number of victims is unknown, but they speculate around 60. Um, so there's he, like, it's suspected that multiple members of the community knew Like his neighbors knew. On. Like people just knew that what he was doing and no one like... Yeah, there was a lot of people involved. More oh people than God. we'll ever know. And oh especially God. people in law enforcement were involved as well. Holy shit. Um, he kept jewelry of all of his victims. Um, the woman who was hired by the FBI um, during all the investigations, um, she was in charge of, de- of sketching the inside of the toy box. Um, she killed herself a week after she, like, when she started learning more and more and more and listened to the tapes uh. and was looking at and spending time in the toy box. She killed herself right after and the last incredibly fucked up fact that makes me feel sick to my stomach is that wooden contraption that I was telling you about where people would rape the uh-huh. girls, he would also have dogs rape the girls and have no. friends watch dogs rape the girls. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. We might have to put like a warning before that. I don't know. That one seems just too much for me. It's like, it's horrific. Damn. Yeah. So all that being said... Corey, <laughs> how's your sex life? Because these girls' sex lives were not fucking great. I'll tell you that much. Um, it's fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm not fine. We're all fine. I'm not fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, how, how should we go about this? Should I, we just like? Is it? Is it today? I well, we already told them that we're recording this way later. Yeah, so we are. We're like, so yeah. If y'all don't know, we're also recording this after the fifth episode. Yeah, but only like two, three weeks after the three weeks after the episode. Yeah, I don't, about, what's time? I don't even know where we are. We recorded anymore. it like right before I moved. So yeah, about like three weeks. Okay, so three weeks ago. Yeah, because we didn't like realize that. how messed up the audio was until literally like five days. Or ago. four. It's probably four weeks. Yeah. Yeah, like right before, because I don't think we even recorded it in October. 
We didn't know. Okay. We recorded right before I moved because I moved right at the end of September. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we, this is like three or four weeks after the uh, next episode you'll hear. And then once the fifth episode is over, everything will be like within a week of when you're listening it, listening to it, if you keep up to date with yeah. us. Yeah, we just had to do yeah. a lot of like re-recordings here, re-recordings there. It's been like we've had a lot of problems. No, yeah, we the first the first episode needed to be recorded because you know everything's hard when you the first time you do it. Yeah, and then the second the, and then true? this episode is now like half of it has to be re- recorded. Luckily, so. all the other ones are good. It's yeah, just, everything's great. Yeah, it's we got it was just crazy. But yeah, so we're recording this in the future from when we first recorded. <laughs> we're from the future. So this is fun you'll start out in mid-august and then you'll jump to uh you know uh, october 24th it's incredibly confusing for you guys <laughs> podcasts and are us. fun <laughs> i'm having fun we're, we're having, having fun, fun. <laughs> repeat it with me we're having fun <laughs> you're so, on your way to work you're having fun you're having fun yeah i just told you some most horrific you're not gonna rape by a dog you're having fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god i'm so sad <laughs> that's so that's that's fucked up yeah i think the biggest part of this is the community is like in on it. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and, and, you and know, it's I'm unknown sure... how many people were out. like he just invited whoever wanted to come. Holy crap! So Could you imagine me... just like being at the you know your neighbor's barbecue and then one of the guys in the corner like gets all quiet and he's like, "Hey, y'all want to come over next week and watch me fuck some girl?" That right? I captured. Or do you want to fuck like, a girl? They're like, "Yeah, sure." Well, what's scary like, about what that fuck? is you know you... who knows? We'll never know. Obviously, like who was involved or what the fuck was that nothing we're ignoring it (laughs) Ah, my warehouse is so spooky um the scary part is it really makes you think you know it's like very normal people in that community showed up and watched those girls get raped or raped those girls so it really makes you take a look around you when you're just walking around you see normal looking people and you're like any one of these people could participate in something like yeah, that. And, like and, my and fucking neighbor could be okay with watching. Half the time, they that. probably still don't think they're a bad person, right? Like they probably go to church every Sunday and they're yeah, like, yeah, they're like, I'm a good person. I'm a good I person. This, yeah. yeah, but yeah, they just watched a girl get raped and didn't say anything. Yeah, right. It's Ugh. it's scary. Humans scary. are scary. Ugh. So yeah, we won't. Oh, I don't know if we should like wait till next time. We've seen like it's Halloween, so we've seen like a ton of horror movies. Yeah. I don't I, that I want to talk about for a while. Yeah, we'll <laughs> have we, to talk about our next. Should we? Get, okay, what what did we? Y'all, you haven't seen Halloween yet. The newest Halloween. So you need no, to I'm see not. Halloween before one of the next few podcasts. You yeah, need to see it. But you're super busy, so I don't know. If I'm you moving will. this weekend again. <laughs> okay, yeah, we might we won't wait too long, but it it was super, I liked it. It was super good. I didn't think it was. There's I wanted more of Laurie Strode. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted more of oh, what's her name? I'm forgetting right now. Uh, Scream Queen Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, like I wanted more of her and her family uh, dealing with Michael Myers, and mm. that's like totally the last fourth of the movie. But I wanted it to be like the last half of like the yeah. ha- half of half. I of need the to movie. watch it. Maybe I'll go see it on like Monday or something. Yeah, it's it's really good, and the the score is really good. They have some really cool um, additions and uh, to the score. Mm. It's all John Carpenter still, and he's awesome. He even tours around the world, I think. Um, doing like that's cool. doing some composing. That's cool as fuck. Um, we should have like a special podcast episode. Like so, this Halloween we this Friday we are releasing a Halloween special edition podcast. Yes, yeah, yeah. We yeah. should do a like our favorite horror film bonus edition. Ooh, that'd be where we fun. We just go back and forth talking about just horror films that and we've about, seen like, you know, recently. The horror film that did it for us, that got us into, that launched us into. Ooh, the genre that would horror. be fun. Let's I want to do that. that right now. And you know what, <laughs> listeners, since you're listening to this. 
go ahead and send us an email and to talk to us about your favorite horror film. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Send us messages about what you got and what made you get into the genre of horror or or what sparked your interest for supernatural stuff, serial killers, true crime, whatever. So go ahead and send us an email. Um, our email is plug A-H- that shit. Plug that shit. <laughs> our email is ahyslpodcast at gmail You can also Talk to us on Twitter, Facebook. You can reach us at both those places by typing in AHYSL podcast uh-huh. or slide into our DMs on Instagram. Yeah. Our Instagram is anyways, how's your sex life? Yeah. The best way to talk to us, I would assume, is email and uh, Instagram. Yes. Those yeah. are definitely the, the two best ways to talk to us. But I will be looking at Twitter and Facebook oh, you every will. day. Okay, okay. But still, the fastest way to get a hold of us is to slide into our DMs on Insta. Or slide into my Gmail. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to, like, give us information and share share stuff, yeah, probably email because that can be saved on a more, like, accessible Definitely. format that we can look and, you know, like, I can pull add it to a Google Doc very everything. easily. Pull out, lol. Well, pull I'll out pull and, like, look strong. at everything at once. But, yeah. Yeah, so go ahead and send us emails about anything you'd like to talk to us about, especially for our bonus episode. So our next yeah, scary movie yeah. bonus episode. So, so, so yeah, we should do that soon because we just saw a shit ton of horror movies. Mm-hmm. I've seen probably in the you know since halfway through September, I've probably seen like twenty. So perfect. We'll I have do plenty it. to talk about. Yeah. Well, sweet. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. Make sure to ask yourself the very important question that we love to ask our listeners. Yes. Anyways, how's your sex life? <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> 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 Touch me. Touch. Oh God, we have to talk about that I too. Okay, we'll talk about. Throw me, jimmy, We'll do that next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see you next stop. time, viewers. <laughs>